Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Damon. Yes, that's what I want here. That energy. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> a lot of energy. <laughs> I'm all hyped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> I come at you like a choice yeah. tracks. <laughs> no. <laughs> You ain't saying Spider Monkey. Stop you, ain't you in your choice tracks. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> stop me in my choice tracks. If you ain't first, you last, Taj. <laughs> That's for sure. So uh, this is Choice Tracks, folks, uh, where we uh, have a theme and we cover that theme on site A, and then on site B we do an album review. Um, so uh, we're going to go ahead and drop that needle on site A. So, all right, there we go. So, um, so this uh, week's theme is actually um, going. It's any song that had uh, that had title or lyrics about run or running. Um, <laughs> the, the, the silly reason why I came up with it is because I, I'm announcing my my intentions to run here. Nothing. <laughs> You're gonna I'm, run for office, or you're gonna run a race? What are you doing? I'm gonna run a race. <laughs> okay. Neither run to the bathroom with that mayor or something. <laughs> mayor Sioux Falls. I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> run no. into the bathroom. Okay, that's more like it. No, I, I, I'm actually. It's my my intention to run uh, a half marathon in about 20 weeks. So, uh, so I'm gonna be. How many miles is that? Like 12 miles. Oh, Holy shit. 13. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. 12, 13 miles. But yeah. Oh my god! How long? How long do you think it will take you to do that? I have no idea, but they they have a time limit on it, so they'll be sweeping me off. Yeah, you know, the street. Like, yeah. we, the time limit. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't make it in the time limit, you get cut. Like, stop you on a pot of lava. With, you know, do you win money or something? No, they, what is the get motivation? Get off the street if you don't make it in the time limit. Get off like, the street. Yeah. <laughs> <get off the, laughs> like, like, like people out there to kick your ass <laughs> up the street. Club. They have like billy clubs and shit. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your uh, your choice for your soundtrack when you're doing this. Right, like a wild hyena chasing you down, and you don't make it out the way. Because like, they're running on the poles, so they like, release the fucking crack. It's just triple run. If you don't make the right turn at the right time, you get bowled over. <laughs> so they send like little kids out to kick you in the shit. Yeah. Okay. Can't run little, anymore. Little orphan kids that you know are yeah. angry at yeah, life. Orphan kids. <laughs> <laughs> the liquid orphan dude. <laughs> yeah, they've been eating veg- Vegemite for two weeks. No hot stuff on that dude. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that, that's how I came up with the theme. So, uh, and uh, so I was actually doing research for another theme that's coming down the road. Uh, and I stumbled across this track, and I'm not sure how much it really matches that. But so the the song I ended up picking uh, is um, actually probably a song everybody knows. But I heard it, and then I would just sing into it, and I was like, I really love this song. And um, so the song that I picked is uh, "Band on the Run" by Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, so it was released in 1973, um, and so it, uh, you know, charted number one in the U.S. Uh, Billboard 100. It, it was their third or fourth album. Sorry, I think it was. I think it was his fifth album without the Beatles. Um, but I think it was Wings' like third album. Anyways, but it's the song is crazy because it has like, <laughs> it like. It's like four. It's like three songs in one, <laughs> and that's a crazy thing. Like it, it starts out, and you're like, "All right, this is cool," and then it does its switch, and then you're like, "All right, I'm with this," and then it does its final transformation, and you're like, "All right, I'm really with this." So, but yeah, it, it's an iconic song. Um, it kind of reminds me of, and it's a weird comparison, but it reminds me of Queen because, and I think it might have just been kind of the music of the era, but I, I don't know. It's but it's an enjoyable song. I think it's one of, I mean, I know Jet is probably 
one of Wing's also bigger hits, but this is probably Wing's biggest hit. Is Band on the Run? Maybe we'll see what the other guys say. <laughs> what do you guys think of Band on the Run? <laughs> Classic. Uh, this is something I, I listened to when I was a kid. I know it pretty well. Like Paul McCartney definitely is like the first type of hipster. <laughs> There's so many people like him now, from from his old days, you know. When he's with Wings, yeah, I really like I really like some of the Paul McCartney solo stuff and Wings. I wouldn't say that I have like you know a collection of of their music, but um, I can definitely definitely respect it. Coming from the Beatles and then you know whole new a whole new era of music and new sound. Uh, it's like music for the mountain man or some shit. <laughs> I don't know the Traveler music. I mean, it's kind of like that's sort of what it reminds me of, but. uh yeah, yeah. This is this is a this is a hit here at all time. Uh, still on classic radio, and yeah, I, I definitely definitely like it. It's definitely a Taj pick. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's a good thing. Okay, it's like if Taj and Brandon had a baby, this would be the thing that came out of it. Taj, if that for, makes the, it for the original, like, yeah, for the original sound. I mean, you can make test tube babies out of anything now. So yeah, it's not yeah. a problem. And then uh, Brandon for the for switch up. Oh. Yeah. Brandon will bring in the change up, so that's where it goes. Um, I take it as I, I this was the most memorable song for me for the band. Um, you know, shout out to them. They definitely pulled that together. Uh Paul in his post Beatles uh, format. He was definitely in his prime on the run with this one. Um, you know, shout out to Linda. Uh, Linda was uh, playing keyboards in the band at this time and she had this whole David Bowie hairstyle thing going on, which from certain angles, if you just look at it in a flash, she'd look like David Bowie. But she <laughs> looked like a, a better female version of David Bowie and he wasn't trying to be so female. But that's that's we not not talking about that, you know, that type of situation here. Um, you know, R.I.P. to Linda. Back in 98 so yeah but yeah it's uh it's definitely one of those classic songs that you could tell you know paul had a hand in and you know to tell the difference between the writing and how it came out and how everything sounded it's just it's classic sound classic song it was a great pick to start it off yeah and it, i mean it's a good song i i like the wings i like paul mccartney there was definitely a time i think in high school where i was listening to a lot of paul mccartney um before I really appreciated the other guys um, as much as I did Paul McCartney. And uh, I definitely had a Wings Greatest Hits album on CD, and that was probably on heavy rotation uh, in high school for me. Um, this is not my favorite song by the Wings, but it's still a good song for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely it definitely fits the theme it's the bill um it is a great song i mean if you go on spotify it definitely has the most listens um than any other wing song so yeah i mean it'd be hard pressed to say there isn't a bigger hit by by the wings than than that song um but like i said it's not my favorite i don't know if i want to say because maybe i might save it one of these days um you know because uh yeah this could be something that i could have picked you know something by the wings or or by paul mccartney so um yeah no i i think this is a an excellent choice um this might be our first solo paul mccartney song um on here so um yeah i mean i I love I, i love all the beatles and you know yeah i i love paul mccartney um good choice so i'm not as familiar with the the history but was it i thought the band was just the wings but this is saying it was paul mccartney and the wings didn't it start out as just the wings i think they it could just be the way it might have been labeled a way to sell it you know Mm -hmm. like you may not be like who are the wings but then if you throw in paul mccartney and the wings like that's gonna boost your sales gotcha i gotcha yeah but i mean if you look at like the old wings greatest hits from 78 which is the one that I played a lot. It just says the wings on there and band on the runs on there. And bands on. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, and for the record, Tom's would carry the baby. Just everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. No comment. (laughs) You didn't even argue. (laughs) No comment. (laughs) So, okay. All right. Well, I, I guess we'll keep on running. (laughs) So, um, <laughs> David, uh, what, what did you have for us? Oh, I had a, I had one of the most popular songs right now because of, <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. It's so, a little TV show. This little show uh, that people are watching on Netflix, I guess. 
um, Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, everybody knows what I'm talking about now. Okay, you've already done Stranger Things. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> um, so Stranger Things yeah, has nothing to do with my pick. <laughs> okay, Fuck that show. No, it's a great show, but this is a song from an artist uh, that was you know she's been around since the '80s. This album, the album that this song was on, is '85, so it's. Like something I heard probably about 10 years ago on a mix CD that I bought, or maybe even longer, like 15 years ago, back when I used to, I think I mentioned Sam Goody and, you know, the CD shops, or the, the record store or whatever, that, you know, they don't exist, at least not in my area. I don't know if they exist any, anywhere, but like the last blockbuster, I guess would be like one Sam Goody somewhere in Alaska. But, uh, yeah, so this this is a, a song called Running Up Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush. And I think everybody knew what it was when I said what it was on. But uh, I'm glad that this is a, a song it's sort of like a newfound oldie but goodie by younger the younger crowd that can appreciate music you know from the 80s and um there was a lot of a lot of talk back and forth on you know who should appreciate it more <laughs> by your age group or something or like why you should appreciate it and stuff like that but it's, you know it's like a spiritual song it's got like a lot of you know meaning to it but uh yeah kate bush this is her um her album it's from Hounds of Love, 1985. Uh, yeah, and I, I like this song ever since I heard it on this mix CD that I got. So, uh, and she's running, she's running up that hill. <laughs> Make a deal with God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a pretty. That's that. That's a big turnout. You know, like more better than a or you know a race that you might be running in. She's making a deal with God. So, All right. So I got to confess. So I'm a season. Well, I'm like the last season. So both parts <laughs> behind on Stranger Things. So uh, okay. it, but I've right. heard this song on the radio. And for some reason, I thought it was a newer song. I did not realize that this is a song release. Well, you know, the way they publicized it, you know, like she she made like a million bucks or more, like millions off this new this newfound uh, interest in her music on an old okay. song that was a hit. It was a hit already, you know, but it just, you know, like it, it goes to show a lot of people need to they need to hear some music that they're not listening to. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and what's, it didn't strike me as having that 80s sound. Maybe I mean, it may have the elements, but then like immediately. I swear, like when I listened to it, I did not realize it was from the eighties. <laughs> you get a little bit of the synth sound in there with the keyboard and stuff, but yeah, yeah, I, I guess you so. know, yeah. It, now it totally makes sense why the music video was so weird. You're like, okay, yeah. so I watched the music video and she's doing this modern dance, and it's like, okay, <laughs> it's okay. And then there's yeah. like a part later on with some photocopies of their faces. <laughs> You're like, everybody was right. into photocopies because <laughs> copiers were like. Uh, a new thing. It was just really cool technology, you know. Exactly. People copying their ass and stuff, and at, at office parties. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we're all having fun with that shit. That uh. Okay. Wakes me running up that makes hill. Makes way more sense now. But yeah, no, I, I like the song. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like a lot of those videos from the '80s and '90s, like <laughs> not necessarily just female artists, but like musicians in general were making some weird videos. Just you know, their art, there's their interpretation of what they're trying to say. Yeah. Like, uh, didn't always come across any better. Yeah. <laughs> in a what? video. But the, the arms are all weird because the arms are like, and then, and then this, and then like. Choreography. It's just like, you're like, what yeah. are you doing? But yeah. Almost seems, seems like it fits more in the 90s. It was before its time. <laughs> I could see that for sure. But yeah. Yeah. But, but I'll, be, I'll be quiet. I'll be quiet. Um, yeah. So this is a song that I do remember hearing a long time ago, but I hadn't 
listened to it in forever uh, until, of course, the last season of Stranger Things. And I brought it back to the forefront in my mind. Um, I think I appreciate the song much more now than I did when I first heard it, which who knows when that was. Um, but I definitely like the song more. But the song is a little is a little ruined for me because now when I hear it, I just think of Stranger Things, you know, and, yeah. and it's hard for me to think of a song on its old merit now because I just think it was used so effectively in in the show and um, absolutely but they played you know, the shit out of it in the show they did they oh did God. and and after that came out uh that season and the soundtrack was on spotify um i definitely revisited that that's that soundtrack several times and one of the reasons for that was because i really liked that song so i'm glad yeah. that that song was was brought back into the limelight um you know and and it's great to see a show like stranger things introduce an artist like like kate bush um to a younger audience and um yeah i I think the song is great um and i appreciate it a lot more now than i did then um but i it will always be synonymous with uh stranger things from here on out for me which isn't a bad thing um but but i am glad that other people are being introduced introduced to that song because it it is it is really good yeah very much so let me let me ask y'all this so i I can refresh my memory if i miss something um, this is Strange Stranger Things over with. It's done. No, there's one. There's one more season coming. One more season. Okay, yeah, that's probably gonna be the scariest season yet because some of the things that happened in this last season, you know, with the arms breaking and like the eyes yeah. rolled back and the whole nine. It's like damn. When when that song came on, it was like, oh man, that's a that's a glimmer of hope. Yeah. And, <laughs> but um, I was just I'm not gonna go into the show or whatever. I'm gonna go on the actual song itself. Um, this just goes to show that music will never get old as long as it's good music. Um, you know, just for the fact of Taj not hearing it before, thinking it was a new artist, not knowing that it came back out in like 88 type situation was crazy to me at first. But then I started thinking about it. Well, she was kind of ahead of a time because, um, the, the, the percussion in it was, was not lagging. Uh, um, the sound of it itself is crisp as hell. I know they probably remastered it for the show in order to come out and whatnot, but just for the fact of you can take an artist song that people haven't heard from in decades and put it in a particular TV show or commercial and all of a sudden it breathes new life and, and comes back to like full force. And yeah, they were playing it in all radio stations. They were playing it, yeah. you know, in, in commercials. They, they had it in, you know, of course the show itself and, and while they were promoting the show. But in all honesty, it was just a great ass song. And the fact that, you know, you can get play off of that. Like I just seen where it was another particular song of an artist, um, came out with that dropped 15 years ago and somebody did a sped up version of it for TikTok. And now that song is back on the chart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> just because of that. So it's like you can do whatever you want to do with music. And this just proves that timeless music can be played decades and decades later and people will still fall in love with it. So when she put it out, when it first debuted, it was a great song. I remember hearing it then it wasn't played as much um as it is now but you know you didn't have the mass appeal in order to play this stuff back then either you just had the radio and that was it um so that besides mtv and they didn't really play the video as much so it's just the fact of you know now you're actually getting your flowers for a situation and a great song so it was a great pick man thanks yeah so she she top charts in eight countries <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. She made she made up for what she didn't make in the eighties, I guess. Basically, does she own the masters to that? Yeah, because if she did, that's oh my god, she does. Yeah, that's oh. how she made so much money. <laughs> she was like, crazy. she she definitely owns uh, owns that. And I think she has a production yeah. company. Okay, pretty yeah. sure. That's crazy. she's a UK artist. So, yep. but uh, damn, yeah. Kudos to, to, to Kate Bush. All right. So we're ready to keep going up that hill before we go down the hill. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I'm getting pulled that back down. Man, somebody smashed Tom. <laughs> uh, so put rocks in my pockets or some shit. Right. Dietrich, what, what did you have for us? Uh, well, apparently I can't keep running away. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. See how the pun works, Tosh? That's how you hear the with it. Okay. Right. right. Um, so I picked a little bit going in the opposite direction. Um, this was a group that has definitely uh, I think I had them on the chart before, um, but this particular song was something that we hadn't talked about. And I like them a lot, a whole lot. Uh, I was a big fan of them uh, when they were out. And I still give them their flowers now because I can constantly play their songs in the CD or excuse me, on the downloads. Um, I know I sound old saying talking about CDs, but, you know, we just talk about songs from the 80s. So I can talk about CDs. Leave me alone. But this song came out in 95 from an album called uh, Lab Cabin, California. Uh, this particular group, this was their lead and only single from that particular album. Um, but it was one of the top, you know, top 25 on the top 100 charts, uh, 35 in the R&D rap section, um, made number number six in the UK and a couple of other charts, you know, going around the world. But uh, it's from a group called The Far Side and the song is called Running. Um, but they were singing the song Can't Keep Running Away, which basically, you know, talk about you can't keep running away from problems, whether it be bullies or whether it be, you know, ineffectiveness in what you're doing or just being scared of being great. Can't keep running from it. You know, metaphor based on that type of situation. But what do y'all think about far side running? So it, I liked it. I mean, it, I listened to it a couple times and then uh, I watched the music video. I mean, it, overall, it like the message is great. Like, I can agree with that, you know, especially having gone through bullying myself. And yeah, it, shit only ends when it gets real. And then, you know, you both agree not to <laughs> narc on each other. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Like, I enjoyed the song as a whole, and, and maybe I'm still missing the third the third stanza, but, like, when you watch the music video, it, like, the first two guys, like, concept of, like, you can't be running away from stuff, like, the first two, like, make a lot of sense, and the third guy's like, so you're not trying to run away from your lady? <laughs> like, you're trying to stay committed? <laughs> like, it's very, like, like... Like, like he's very like, um, yeah, uh, I'm running away from commitment, so I'm going to stay. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> which is completely different than the other two guys. So, yeah, you're so quick to bolt out the door, but you know, you know, you know with you, I think, I think I'm gonna stick around. Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> so, but yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, you're muted, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, I, your mime, your miming work. Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. Can you guys not hear me? Can you not? Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, when when I started listening to the song, I don't think I. This might be my first listen, and even the band didn't uh, didn't register. And I'm so glad you said the name of the band because I was thinking the name was much more complicated than that. <laughs> and after, after you said the name of the band Farside, I'm like, Oh, I see it now. So but I was just thinking, I'm like, it can't be Farside. It's gotta be something else. So Nope. It's Farside. Um, but yeah, I mean, just looking at the album covers, I don't, I don't think I, I'm familiar with the band, but I, you know, I definitely like, right away when I started listening to it, I'm like, this has to be from the nineties. And then I checked the year on the album. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, and yeah, no, I, I like the song. I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm, I, you know, I, I would like to hear some other music because I, I, I'm curious to see if it, if the rest of the music is similar, uh, or not, you know, but I, I could definitely find myself checking out the, uh, the full album for sure. And I mean, I'm staring at it right now and there's another one from a few years before that where i like the album cover so um yeah i'll I'll have to check check them out but i did i did enjoy it um but yeah this uh you know for something that's as old as it is i this yeah i this is like a first time listen for me but i but i dug it Cool. Uh, there you have another song that you probably might have heard in passing. It's called Passing Me By. Um, if you get a chance to check that one out, that will actually get you in the full swing of them. That was their probably biggest hit, is Passing Me By. 
So yeah, that's definitely got an old school, um, jazzy type of feel and, and the lyrics on there are, are astounding. Like they actually did a great job with their delivery. So yeah, cool. Farside has always been a great band for me, man. So I'm glad to introduce them to you. Yeah. Hopefully you get to like them. Yeah. I mean, I see how many hits this passing me by has. So if I have not heard the song, it, it's shocking that that song passed me by. <laughs> <laughs> See, Josh? See right? how that works? Yeah, I see how that works. <laughs> yeah. cool. This definitely has like a Tribe Called Quest sound a little bit. Like, I like that band a lot. And I like the far side. I've heard them before. And I, yeah, I, I definitely like their sound. So, this is cool. They're, I think this is the 90s, right? Yes. 95. So, like, you guys know the show The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And, um, other shows around that time were trying to promote uh, anti-bullyism, bullying, and it wasn't really as big as it is now because it was sort of like going hand in hand with like say no to drugs and stuff like that. But they definitely jumped on that wagon with, uh, you know, what's right and what's wrong and stick up for yourself. And, you know, this is what's happening out there. And they kind of made it cool. <laughs> so I definitely appreciate that. But I like the song. Yeah, very cool, man. Good pick. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, so, now you now you can go. Uh, now, now I can go. Okay. All right. no, I, I was I was gonna jump in with something, but then I, I was like, it's a weird rabbit hole to go down because it's like, <laughs> well, what what's the rabbit hole? Well, you're already there, bro. Because <laughs> well, like the I do not remember the '90s being anti-bullying, it, but for me, it was because not as it, much as it is now. But it's when it started. Well, no, because you know, my problem was like you had Family Matters with Chad Urkel, and like everybody always compared me to Urkel, yeah. and I like hated that shit all throughout high school. Like uh-huh. if, if you didn't want to promote bullying, don't have a character like Urkel on TV. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> And if there w- I was going to say, if there is an anti-bullying message in the 90s, then how come Todd was still getting bullied in the 90s? <laughs> well, That's true. waiting for him to become Stefan Urkel. <laughs> the idea to do is create a, create a machine and switch over to your cool self. And drink your cool jeans and, and come out the cool version. Right? So, yeah, that's, that's all they were waiting on. It happened on TV. You could have done it in real life, bro. And it was more of a joke then. It was more of a fun, oh, yeah, you know, just don't pick on nerds. But now it's like there's a whole gamut of fucking people that get bullied for different reasons. Yeah. Not just people that look like Urkel, you know. I know. I know. But it was, that's what the message was. It was more of that, you know. Like, yeah, don't, don't bully the nerdy kid. Now the nerds are the cool kids, and they bully every fucking body. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Now we do a deep dive and realize how fucked up we really are as human, the human race. <laughs> and and if you come to, the, if you think about it, like yeah, Steve Urkel was the nerd, and people were making fun of you, right? But who was the most popular character on Family Matters? <laughs> That's true. It was Urkel. The one yeah, yeah, of course. Funny. Right. right. <laughs> Urkel became a big. Doing he it. became a bigger character on the show. He was not meant to be that that popular, and they ran with it. He was supposed wow. to be in six episodes. Oh, really? I did not yeah, know that. <laughs> Six episodes total. That was supposed to be his character for six episodes. Really? And literally, he they came in, they saw oh. how the ratings popped whenever he got on and whenever he was on TV, and they wrote him into that next season, and he became the focal point after that. Right. Yeah, he's like the friend of the families. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So be proud that you were compared <laughs> to Steve Urkel. Yeah. Those are the Winslows. The Winslow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Winslow's, yeah. Yeah, I love I mean, that yeah, they, they got rid of the grandma. Oh they got rid of the little kids that was on there for a whole minute. Like, it was literally <laughs> uh, Urkel and Laura. He eradicated <laughs> he the grandma. all the people, but all about Urkel. He came in and took over the shit. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear the grandmother talk. And was it Carl? Carl, right? He was a dad. Carl yeah. Winslow. The Carl cop. Winslow. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, my gosh. Going to white for a minute. It was, it was all about Carl and Urkel. Their little shenanigans. I just went to the movies recently and I saw him in like an ad for like it was for something and he was like playing uh sitcom dad. Uh, it was like one of those like you know insurance Geico. Yeah, Geico commercial. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. One of one of the two. He's he's on that shit, but yeah, T V dad. Yeah. One of the all time great T V dads. Right. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. Holy 
holy shit. Meanwhile, wow. everybody else just kind of span off and did their own thing. One girl became a porn star. Uh, you know, and, and the other kid, yeah. <laughs> TJ, grew up to be whatever. The other kid, 3J, grew up to be just a crazy freaking psycho. And Laura's kind of still Laura. She's still trying to act, but it doesn't look the same. And it's like, damn. Yeah. It's sort of like that full house crowd. Yeah, it's like weird shows. Like, I mean, they made a comeback, though. Yeah, uh, Fuller House. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look, look at the far side did to us. God. Right. Sorry. <laughs> Took All us right. down that rabbit hole. That I was know. a pretty deep rabbit hole. I know. Oh. Did I do that? I'm sorry. <laughs> wait, wait. Say that. Do that. Do that, Taj. Really that was, say it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say you gotta hear that. Before that own it, Taj. Own it. Do it. Hey, Do it. come on, guys. Do no, it. no bullying Do around. It. Just, uh... yeah. Do it. So we're going to continue yeah, yeah. and go with Taj. <laughs> you started the rabbit hole, by the way. I know it started the rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, I was, you must have had like a whole because I do not remember the nineties for we went deep off in that boat. <laughs> yeah, you're like mining for hole rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. We uh yep. Um okay. So uh me, yeah, my choice. Um I had a lot of song a lot of songs going through my head. What would I pick? And uh I I ended up going with uh a legend. A legend I've already picked a song from before. Um I've already talked about 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 this artist um before uh for quite some time. So I'm not really gonna rehash what I had already talked about. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say the song. And the song is Running Down a Dream and the song by Tom Petty. Yeah, running down a dream. Um, and again, like I said, I picked the Tom Petty song before. Um, you can go back and listen to that episode. That's how we get people to go back and listen to old episodes, right? Like mm-hmm. previously, if you want to learn a little bit more about Tom Petty, see episode whatever number that is. Taj <laughs> can throw that in in the edit if he wants. Um, so, so anyway, um, this was actually a song from his first solo album called Full Moon Fever from 1989. It was the second single on that album. Um, I mean, I feel like everybody's heard the song. It, it is very popular. Um, you know, I, I decided I didn't want to go with a deep cut. I wanted to go with something that I can listen to again and again and never get tired of. Um, it is a, 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 a um, nod to, to Tom Petty's musical roots. Um, it's, it's just a, a fun song. It's got great guitar licks. Um, you can sing along to the song. You know, this is probably a good karaoke song, Tosh. If, you, you know, I don't know if you've ever done that before, but you should put that into your, your list. Um, and yeah, man, I just, I just, I, I adore Tom Petty, like I've said before, and I'll say it again. This probably won't be the last time I'll pick a Tom Petty song because I, I do greatly admire, uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers and Tom Petty's solo work. And, um, yeah, um, just, just a phenomenal song. Um, I think that's it. Why don't you guys tell me what you think? So I'm going to chime in real quick before anybody else, just because um, I'm mad and I'm happy at the same time. Here's the reason why. Whenever we come up with these things, I usually go for the first song that comes to my head. And I I, I go out off of uh, instinct. You know, it's usually what I go for. And in this situation, the first song that came to my head was... Like it literally, that guitar lick hit my head as soon as I said what what the theme was, and I didn't go with it, and I was I was shitting myself. I was like, no, not literally. Don't don't get that vision in your head. But I was like, man, I was mad because I said I, I the second song that literally came to my head was the far side, and I should have went with the first song because this I wanted it to be on this list, but I was like, nah, I'm trying to save it for something else. But 
that's where the happy comes in because you, my like-minded friend, have you know some of the great taste in work, and um, you happen to pick this song, and I was like, yes, it's on here, it works, perfect. It's not for me, but it's okay. I can deal with that. I'll get past that. We're good. <laughs> it's on the actual list. Oh so, yes, this is a hell of a song. I love Tom Petty. Um, so I'm all about this particular track, and I love the guitar riff in here. It's one of his more upbeat tracks, and you just feel the rhythm. You just ride with it, and you can literally ride to the song. You can play video games to the song. You can you know, have sex to the song if you want to. Um, <laughs> pilot can keep you on beat. But I'm just telling you, man, it's, it's a great ass song. And man, it was a great pick. Yeah. So it, I, I like the song a lot. It, I recognize it. Yeah. Once it, I started playing it and you're like, yeah, awesome song. Um, like, like I said, I did go watch all the music videos for this episode and, uh, the music video for this one is crazy. It's, it's all black and white animation. I, I'm not 100% positive, but I think it's kind of a nod to, a nod to like Lil Nemo. Cause like he, he leaves his bed and then climbs up a, a long ladder and like it, it I'm, I can't recognize the character looks familiar, but I, I don't know exactly where the character is. But, but yeah, it, it seems like a little Nemo nod. But yeah, it was a uh, but yeah, amazing song. And yeah, guitar is amazing. So but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Oh, and so, Brandon, that that means when, if we ever play the, you know, ultimate playlist game, it, I think Dietrich's asking for a half point when this song comes on. Like, you don't get full credit for this. He wants a half point for. Oh, I'm demanding that. You're not going to give it to me, but, you know, I'm at least going to put up a fight. <laughs> yeah, Tom Petty. Oh, man. Rest in peace, my friend. Uh, great artist. And I definitely enjoyed his music. Some of this stuff was like just so weird, like, but fun. I like his music videos. Um, this is a great pick for this, this theme for sure. Running down a dream. You know, aren't we all running down a dream? Like, I totally relate to that big time. And I think that like lyrically, Tom Petty was a genius and musically, Everybody is tapping their foot to his music. I mean, that's that's a given, you know? So um, I hope that you have his record. I hope you have this on vinyl. If you don't, yeah, get that on vinyl. Um, real fun. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And, uh, yeah. And that's cool. Brandon. Brandon, we can always yeah. count on you for going back to the 70s uh, era. You know, that's... I think that's when this came out, right? Or is it? No, it was no. 80s, right? 89, yeah. But he was he was doing music in the 70s, wasn't he? Right, but this this was his first solo album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he wasn't with the Heartbreakers on this one. And your other pick was Free Falling, right? No, it was American Girl. Oh, American Girl, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. No, nobody's done Free Falling yet. So there you go. Right. Something to think about. <laughs> Come up with the theme so you can pick the song. Music you want to fall to. Yeah. <laughs> the song with the, with the lyric title Free. <laughs> no, Songs you want to skateboard to. <laughs> Because oh, if you're going to say music you want to fall to, I want a song that has Parachute in the title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to fall like between your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Get Parachute, maybe like a survival kit. Right. want to fall in your eyes. <laughs> right. It's a little sappy, sappy thought process. Yeah. That sounds like a hot mess. <laughs> I feel like this song will be, that song will be on a playlist at some point in the future. Everybody look out for hot mess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's nice. hot mess coming at you. Nice. Top of the charts. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if we have nothing else to add, why don't we go ahead and uh, slow down and stop this race? And uh, let's flip the record to side B. All right. So we're dropping that needle on side B. And Taj, mm-hmm. you yes. had homework, an album for us to listen to for this episode. Speaking of hot mess. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I, That's I all he has to say about that. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, uh, so, uh, well, so when, uh, so last week, you know, Damon picked 
jagged little pill, right? And so I um, originally was going to pick a Lady Tron uh, album, uh, but when she picked jagged little pill, it's like I can't, I can't put uh, Lady Tron. It, Lady Tron can't stand against Alanis Morissette, so I, I had to go. I was going to go for something different, and so, but um, I was searching through albums, um, you know, and. I stumbled across this album that I love. Like I, I would hold this up against Jagged Little Pill. I mean, it's completely different. I think it 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 has its own its own legs. Um, it's not gonna win, <laughs> you know, if you have to choose between the two. But it, it's it's a worthy contender. Um, but so I picked the Scanners, and it's their actual debut album, which is uh, Violence Is Golden, which was released in two thousand six. Um, I want to say this is an e-music band this is a band that i found on e-music it, there's a good chance it is um i this would uh, for sure i know scanners and heartless bastards were like my two favorite bands <laughs> for a good steady part there um the scanners um so they're a band of uk um they've opened for a bunch of different people uh, they, they've opened for the the horrors, Devo, the Mystery Jets, you know, uh, a bunch of other bands. Um, they've had three albums in total, and then they kind of um, they, they haven't released an album. So they had Submarine and then Love Is Symmetry, which last released in like 2013. So it, it, there's it's been 10 years. Um, they did a re-release of this album, Violence Is Golden. Uh, I want to say on the 20th or 10th anniversary, but anyways, uh, I, yeah, I just love this album. It's, it's raw. It's, uh, it's, you know, the lyrics are, I love the lyrics, um, to kind of break down kind of who the, uh, who the band is. So it's, it's Matthew Moeller. So he does the vocal guitars and synthesizer and Sarah Daly, who does, uh, vocals and bass guitar with violin. Um, and then th- they've had some other artists, um, that done like keyboards and stuff. So, th- but those are the two main, uh, initial, the, the two people that initially formed the band. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, I guess at the most, it was a five piece band. Uh, but yeah, it's, I, I don't, I, yeah, it's, I feel like each track is different. I feel like each track has its own thing. There's even one funny track on here. <laughs> if you want a little bit of comedy, uh, I know we kind of previously mentioned it, but I thought I introduced this band to at least two of the people. I know Diedrich spoke up right away, but I could have sworn that I had Brandon trying to listen to this before, but I'm not sure. But um, yeah, yeah, it was it wasn't me. I, I hadn't yeah. heard of him till now. So. Till now. Uh, my pick. Um, I love the whole album. Like it, I, I would pick the whole album if I could. Um, but I'm going to actually go since I, since I had to pick one. Um, I'm going to go with uh, in my dreams. Um, yeah, it's just amazing song. It's the third one on there, um, especially after f- the first two. Like, yeah, it, it's amazing. So, yeah, so that's Scanners and Violence is Golden. So what, what did you, you guys think <laughs> of the album? <laughs> so so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go in and start. Um, so listening to the album, it, I feel like maybe I have listened to it before. Or maybe I've heard the song somewhere, but I don't know where. So maybe I did listen to it when you when you had um, when you had maybe recommended it all those years ago. Um, but I certainly don't remember the name. I don't remember the 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 name of the artist or the album. And then I think you had said that the album cover is different on Spotify than the one from the past. So yes. that might be another reason why that was throwing me off as well. But um, yeah, listening to the songs, this album, I, I, I must have heard it. And um, I'm not even sure what my thoughts were then, but I certainly have some thoughts now. <laughs> okay. and, uh, and, and this is what I have to say. Of all the albums that we've listened, that you've selected, I actually think this is one of the better ones. Um, I actually really like this album. Um, I can see why you dig it. I, I, I had a great time listening to it. You know, I probably listened to it about two, 
two and a half times. Um, and it was never dull. Both times I listened to it in full, I had a great time listening to. And definitely that second or that second and a half time, I was actually looking forward to listening to at least two or three tracks again, because there are some really good songs on here. Um, and overall, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I like the sound. I really like the vocals. Um, the lyrics aren't bad. And maybe I, maybe, maybe I have heard it in a TV show. Maybe the music sounds similar to something else. I don't know, but it, irregardless, it doesn't matter because I'm just basing it on, on this listen and I'm not comparing it to anything else, but I, I had a good time. I, I think this was a good, a good selection. I'm, I'm glad that either you introduced it to me for the first time or, you know, jog my memory and reintroduced <laughs> it to me. Um, so yeah, this, this is a good album. And, uh, I, like I said, I think it's one of the, one of your better choices. Um, and, uh, I could find myself listening to this again, even if, uh, you know, you weren't to assign, if you didn't assign this <laughs> to us again, I would still listen to it on, on, on my own without being, uh, being told I had to. So, um, this was not a chore. This was, uh, <laughs> this was something that, that I actually liked. So, um, yeah, I think this is good. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great selection. And, um, I thought In My Dreams was definitely a great song. That would have been one of my favorites. The one that I'm going to go with is actually Changing Times. Um, I really like that song. That would be my, my number one choice on the album. Um, In My Dreams would definitely be probably close second or third, but, um, Changing Times is my favorite favorite song and um i i commend you for for doing doing something good here <laughs> and uh you know please next time think like this you know <laughs> think like this. go go with something like this again so you know don't don't let me down because think was it heartless bastards and now this <laughs> You know, you, you're doing you're doing good job right what, now. It, you, you had Pigeon He's John. On a roll. <laughs> oh, Pigeon John wasn't too bad either. So <laughs> you know, I, I'm 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 sure you're going to slip up here soon. But uh, of course, yeah. But so far, you got a good track record and and keep it up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, cool. You're on a roll. All right, not bad. At you. Okay. So, um. Here's my here's my dilemma. And it's not a bad dilemma by any means. I know you said that there were eleven songs on the album. I listened to the album two times through. Four. I'm gonna say solid four. I was gonna say five, but four of these songs I know I've heard before. And not saying that I hadn't heard them from when you introduced them to them, but what I'm talking about is like they sound like other songs coming in. And it completely fucked my head up because I'm like, <laughs> am I listening to the same band? Or I'm gonna listen to another song that they may have done that I wasn't sure that they did, but it's not the case. And it, it like it threw me for a loop. And then I went on this like um head spun search for like an hour trying to find those other songs that I thought that they sounded like, and that fucked me up even more. So then I got pissed off at you. So, <laughs> but I will say this: um, the album was a great listen all the way through. Like each song was it was individualized, even though a couple of them did sound like other songs that I may have heard, uh, whether it be through the syncopation or through the rhythm uh, base of it, whatever the fact may be, it still was a great album. It was still was a great composition. It still had great songs that were put together it was good writing it was good good lyrics um you know excellent sound like voice is crazy um but when you talk about like songs that i could feel to me i always pick that one like little off-rap song that i know is not a single um but somehow it just winds up in my head um i do like little life but at the end of the day my favorite pick was evil twin I can't get past that intro, so that's the one that got me, and that's one of those songs that I literally thought sounded like another song, but I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to go there, I'm just going to like the song for what it is, so that's my pick. Okay. So, uh, I had the same the same kind of like weird, almost like a feeling of deja vu. Yes! <laughs> right? Yes! And I actually pinpointed a song and matched it to something that, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's like ripping it off. 
but it's the same riff. It's the same exact riff in the beginning of the song. Uh, Coldplay. <laughs> Coldplay has a song off of um, A Rush of Blood to the Head, which Ooh. is like an awesome album, right? Um, yes. I think they're... Are they from the UK too, Coldplay? I think they are, um, right? They're both like a, like a UK or British. Um, so, In My Place is the song from Coldplay. And if you... Am I, I'm not saying that this is a bad band, but... <laughs> And I like the album. I think, it, like, I agree with Brandon. I think this is a really good pick as far as, like, a pick from Taj. Taj, you did a good job. Like, this is good music. I like it. I really like her voice. You know, it, my, my favorite song, I'll start with that first. My favorite song is Raw. Um, it just has a nice melody and uh, just, you know, some of the songs on here, I can't really say that like I like them or hate them. I just am kind of indifferent about them. So I wouldn't have, for me, this wouldn't be something that I would like draw, you know, it, it draws attention to me and, you know, I have to I have to get the album, I have to listen to it a lot. But I was kind of pleasantly surprised when I first started listening to this. I was like, "Holy shit, this is pretty damn good!" <laughs> so I was I was happy with it. I was definitely happy. Um, but uh, yeah, so High Flyer, High Flyer has the same riff as In My Place, and it might not be. And do a comparison, listeners. You know, everybody on this podcast. I did. I pinpointed it, and I know Coldplay really well. Um, it doesn't start exactly the same, but then it goes into the exact same riff, the, the same notes from note to note. The progression is the same, but you know that's not the whole song isn't the same. But it's like it kind of like I was like, am I listening to Coldplay? <laughs> <laughs> um, I like I like a, a band called Bat for Lashes, and look what you started. Kind of has the same sound, but they don't rip off a riff, or you know, they're not taking the they're not taking the riff. I think that a blood a rush of blood uh, to the head came out before two thousand seven. I think. Now that's interesting. Now, like now that I'm thinking about it, like which came out first? <laughs> this yeah, is two thousand seven, right? Yeah. You weren't listening to Coldplay, you were listening to Play Cold. That's, that's what that was. Playing it cold. <laughs> Cold-blooded. Um, <laughs> so, no, like, there's, there's an influence, 2002. Too. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they might have yeah. been a fan. They might, I, I guarantee that Scanners is a great band. Musically, like, yeah. instrument-wise, like, they're playing really good music. Mm-hmm. They're not just playing a couple chords, you know, chord progression back and forth. You know, it's not like not they're not doing, making it easy. You know what I mean? Right. I like I like their uh, their song titles. You know, lyrically they're great. Um, yeah. No, I, I think I think that's a good band. Yeah. But there are a lot of instances where maybe we'll have a theme going here for another episode. But they're where they kind of pick a riff from something they've liked, or it's a popular riff that's been used a couple of times. But Coldplay is very unique. I mean, I think they try not to be the same, <laughs> but I mean, they were so they're so widely popular throughout the world that it wouldn't surprise me if it was an accident. You know what I mean? Uh, an accident that they that Coldplay never heard. You're like yeah. future. No, we're good. I'm good. So with this with this album, like this is one of the first bands. I mean, because I'll be honest, you know, when I was way younger, like you know, you, you pick up music because you like it or because you hear it. Like, but this is one of the first bands that, like, I had that thing where, like, I picked up their first album, loved it. You know, I tried their next two albums, and then they just stopped making music. And and you're like, you know, it's weird because I've never been super cognitive. I mean, because there's hype bands, right? There's one that bands that have like a one hit wonder, you know, and then you pick them up and they don't do a second, you know. And this band, I felt like some of their tracks, I want to say Low Life or um, 
Joy made it on some TV show. But, you know, it was one of those, they, I don't think they hit like the hype of a one hit wonder, but it was still kind of disappointing to me that they didn't, they didn't last past three albums. And and so it's, it's, you know, I guess they could always make a comeback and that'd be great. And I, I'd be rooting for that. But it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it, it was the first band that that's ever happened to me that I've been like, ooh, this album is great. Like, this is the best album ever. But like, you know, and then there's nothing. It's just weird. But yeah. Yeah. So Raw, raw the, my favorite song, I think, is uh, it almost reminds me of like, like a like a killer, you know, the killers that mm-hmm. kind of like that progression and that digital sound when it first start, first starts out. It's sort of like an homage to the 80s. Well, uh, even metric. Yeah, cause, cause metric. My, yeah, yeah, definitely. My, my trail is like scanners symmetric to Metric's Lady great band. Metric's an yeah. older band, too. Yeah. yeah. Still yeah. tour. They still tour. They still tour. And that's why, and that's why it's weird. Like this one yeah. came out of London right during the 2000s when every, when it was the second or third British invasion in the early 2000s, Ooh. you know. But you know, it was crazy. I love it. Um, like <laughs> Apple Music, if you go look at them, it looks like they got eight albums because they got remixes of every damn thing. Oh. So it's like they took like two albums and remixed the album. So it's like, you're, you're and if you go look at the timestamps, the timestamps are actually proceed of 2006 like you got like two or three albums yeah. like salvation and submarine or like yeah. 2004 2005 and right. then they show violence is gold in 2006 but i'm like if you look at those other two they're remix albums so it's like what the hell is really going on with this band it's kind of they're kind of like an enigma they're surely uh a cover band <laughs> in some sense like there might have been something there where they did a lot of that stuff, you know, like bands start yeah. out doing a lot of covers. Um, yeah. It is so freaky how High Flyer is the same as in my place. I mean, it, it, even like her lyrics and the way she sings, like it actually is like, I don't know if you're paying homage to that. Did you guys have a collaboration or is it just something that you guys are doing? I don't know. I mean, the art, you know, the cover is great. I love the cover. I love the music. I'm not trying to trash this band at all. Um, I think that, you know, you found something and I, what, where did you, where did you think you heard this from a subscription that you used to get, get yeah, on board I, with like CDs? Uh, e-music. Yeah. So it, it think, okay. uh, think of, um, What's the one where you can do audiobooks? You get like a free audiobook a month. It, oh, that, yeah. yeah. Audible. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. So e music was like a to- monthly tokens, and you could buy albums with your tokens. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But then it, it went under. I'm not sure why it went under, but cool. oh, that's unfortunate. Well, I think because of Spotify and then Apple Music and Google Music. Yeah. You get like a subscription for a, yeah, unlimited for a month, and then right. it beats out it getting beats one album. Out. Yeah, exactly. And I, then, I kind of and then Bandcamp came out too because Bandcamp oh, yeah. kind of also took them out because then you could have people, you could do your debut album, you could do your underground, you know, they samples on bands. Band, yeah, on Bandcamp, yeah. and then yeah. So. Yeah, I miss the days though where it was harder to get music, where you had <laughs> to you had to get one album once in a while, <laughs> or you had to I go to a store. <laughs> What's that? I miss Wire and Napster, where you could actually like illegally oh, yeah. rip your music, <laughs> but but it was in your hand and you didn't have to pay for the subscription. Yeah, that was the best shit ever. <laughs> yeah, there was an element of espionage in there. You yeah. know, getting your favorite tunes, <laughs> and then you had to make sure that the audio file was clean because otherwise you could have downloaded the virus. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Favorite. Is this is the FBI going to knock on my door tomorrow? I don't know. <laughs> Man, so. that was the best. Okay. Well, thank right. you guys very much for for putting up with me. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Brandon, did you have some homework for us next week? Don't you? <laughs> oh, I do. Yes, I do. So I was uh, I was going back and forth between two albums, and um, I've decided. I've decided this is what what we're going to listen to. So this is actually a repeat artist from uh, from actually an artist that Diedrich had selected a long time ago. 
Uh, it's another album by this artist. And yeah. the, uh, the artist I am speaking of is Paul Williams. We're revisiting Paul Williams, but this time we're doing the soundtrack to the 1974 movie Phantom of the Paradise. Nice. Words and lyrics by Paul Williams. So Phantom of the Paradise, the original motion picture soundtrack from 1974. And, uh, if you get a chance, I recommend you see the movie if you haven't, but the album stands alone on its own. But the al- the, the movie is, is one of my favorites, and I would strongly recommend you watch it. Uh, it'll make more sense when you listen to the album. <laughs> so, okay. Sounds good. Get your hands on that movie poster, the original. <laughs> That'd be cool. All right. Sounds excellent. All right. It n- not makes sense. All right. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and sign out. So uh, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find us on uh, choicetracks at gmail.com and with a Z, or you can buy us on our website at choicetracks.com. Uh, um, I think I did that right. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, please uh, subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. We have a matching playlist with each episode on Spotify and Pandora. Uh, let's go ahead and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I ain't got no more energy. I'm Dietrich. I'm spent. Wait, this has been a great episode. Bully and Taj. Need some Gatorade or something. Yeah, I'm saying I'm gonna need to. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna do because it might be illegal. So, oh, um, I, I was gonna be running, 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 running. See, I knew you couldn't leave it alone. You're running from the cops. Alone. I was trying to leave it alone, but I think you couldn't leave it alone. I'm just going to let you in on that. That's the reason why you got bullied. Oh, <laughs> Good play. But um, we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those choice tracks.